0: Hello, welcome back to the Barefoot Books podcast. Prince Marcos faces difficult and dangerous challenges on a quest to rescue his father's friend. Can the magical Taltos horse help him defeat the many-headed dragon of the Silver Bridge? After the story, go to barefootbooks.com to find the complete Magic Hoofbeats collection. This is the story of the Taltos horse, a story from Hungary. Once upon a time, in a land beyond, beyond, there was an old king with three sons. Now, there was a strangeness about that old king. With one eye, he constantly wept, but with the other, he laughed. His sons wondered about this, and at last the oldest son went to his father and asked, Why is it that you weep with one eye and laugh with the other? The king snatched up a little dagger and threw it at his son. The oldest son fled the room. Now it was the turn of the middle son. Father, why is it that you weep with one eye and laugh with the other? The king snatched up his little dagger and threw it at his son. The middle son fled the room. And now it was the turn of the youngest son, Marco. Good day to you, father. Why is it that you weep with one eye and laugh with the other? The king snatched up his little dagger and threw it at his son. Marco didn't move, trusting his father. Sure enough, the dagger flew by him without touching so much as a hair on his head and fell harmlessly to the floor. You are truly my son, the king said. The reason I both weep and laugh is that I think of my dearest friend who has gone I know not where. If I could but see him again, both my eyes would first weep, then laugh with joy. Marco told this to his brothers. I will find my father's friend, the oldest brother said, and set out on the road. He travelled on for two months until he came to a narrow bridge made of bright copper plates. The bridge swayed in the wind, and the oldest son did not dare to cross it. Instead, he broke off a copper plate to show his father how far he had ridden. But the king shook his head in disgust. Two months to ride that far? When I was your age, I rode that distance in a day so now it was the middle brother who rode out. After two months, he came to the copper bridge. He too was afraid to cross, but he dismounted and led his horse across, then rode on for two more months. Soon he came to a bridge of shining silver plates, chiming like little bells in the wind. Afraid that someone might hear and attack him if he crossed that noisy bridge, The middle son broke off a little silver plate and rode home. But the king shook his head in disgust. Four months to ride that far? When I was your age, I rode that distance in two days. So now it was Marco's turn. His brothers laughed at him. Do you think you can do what we could not? I will do what I can for our father's sake. Marco said simply, and went on to the stables. But before he could reach them, the skinniest, ugliest, oldest horse Marco had ever seen came staggering up to him. You don't want any of the horses in there. You want me. When Marco heard the horse speak, he drew back in wonder. This could only be a Taltos horse. What do you need from me? Oats? Hay? First, bring me a bag of barley. Marco did, and the old horse swallowed the barley in one gulp. Now bring me a bag of millet grain. Marco did, and the old horse swallowed the millet grain in one gulp. Now bring me a bag of charcoal. Charcoal? Marco exclaimed. But he did as the old horse bade. The old horse swallowed the charcoal in one gulp. Now give me a good grooming, he ordered. Marco groomed him from forelock to tail. Wonder of wonders, once he was done, the skinny old horse was now a shining horse of power, his coat gleaming gold, his mane and tail shimmering silver. A Taltos horse indeed. But in the next moment, he changed into a skinny old horse again. Now, the Taltos horse told Marco, you must ask your father for the sword and saddle he used in his youth when he and his friend rode together. The king was delighted when Marco asked for the sword and saddle. You at least are trying to help me. His two brothers laughed at the sight of Marco riding off on a skinny old horse. But as soon as they were out of sight, the horse became the beautiful Taltos steed again. Close your eyes tight, Marco, he warned. Marco obeyed and felt a mighty wind nearly sweep him from the saddle. Open your eyes again, the horse told him. They were at the copper bridge. It had taken the oldest son two months to go this far. It had taken the Taltos horse only a few moments. "'Now you must cut off my head,' the horse said. "'Don't worry. In my right ear is a vial of magic water. "'Sprinkle it on me and I will come alive again. "'But before you can revive me, you must fight the dragon of the Copper Bridge.'" Let him challenge you four times before you accept, then throw your sword at him. Marco, weeping, cut off the head of the Taltos horse. And sure enough, up rose the dragon, a terrible six-headed monster with flaming eyes and gleaming fangs. Marco's heart sank at the sight of him, but he waited. The dragon shouted, Come and fight me, little man. Not yet, Marco told him. First, I must rebuckle my sword belt. Come and fight me, the dragon shouted. Not yet, my sword belt does not hang right. Come and fight me, I say. Not yet, I must draw my sword. For the fourth and last time, fight me or I will kill you where you stand. Now I will fight, Marco said, and with all his might he hurled his sword at the dragon. It cut off all six heads at a blow and the dragon fell dead. Marco quickly sprinkled the magic water on the Taltos horse and the horse sprang up alive again. Well done, Marco. Now get on my back and shut your eyes. A mighty wind nearly swept Marco from the saddle. When he opened his eyes, he found that they had reached the Silver Bridge. Now you must cut off my head, the Taltos horse told him, and take the vial of magic water from my right ear. Then you must fight the dragon of the Silver Bridge. "'Let him challenge you four times, then throw your sword at him.' "'So Marco cut off the head of the Taldos horse, "'and soon the dragon of the Silver Bridge appeared. "'He was even more terrible than his brother, "'with twelve hideous heads and fiery eyes. "'But Marco waited till the dragon had challenged him once, "'twice, thrice, four times.' then threw his sword. Sure enough, swift as lightning, the sword cut through all twelve heads, and the dragon fell dead. Marco sprinkled the magic water over the horse, and the Taltos horse sprang up alive once more. Well done, Marco, but we still have a way to go. On to my back, Marco, and keep your eyes shut. Once again, they raced like the wind, and this time came to a great bridge of black iron. Here you must face the dragon of the iron bridge, the Taltos horse warned. First, cut off my head as before, and take the vial of magic water from my right ear. Then do all as you did before, and have no fear. It was not easy to have no fear when Marco saw the dragon of the Iron Bridge. For this dragon had no less than twenty-four heads, and each head had terrible fiery eyes and terrible clashing fangs. But Marco obeyed the Taltos horse and cut off his head. Then he let the dragon challenge him four times and hurled his sword at it. Straight and true, the sword cut off those twenty-four terrible heads, and the dragon fell dead. Quickly, Marco sprinkled the magic water on the Taltos horse, and the horse sprang up alive. Well done, Marco. Now we must ride on over the glass mountain. But have no fear. My horseshoes are studded with diamond spikes and will not slip. "'Keep your eyes closed, though. "'The brightness of the glass could dazzle you.' "'This time, Marco could not resist it. "'He opened his eyes the tiniest bit. "'Ah, but the dazzling glass was so bright "'that he quickly shut his eyes again. "'We are safely past,' the Taltos horse said. "'Open your eyes and tell me what you see.' "'Darkness!' Marco cried.' That is the land of the demons. But have no fear, we aren't going there. The Taltos horse brought Marco to a meadow bright with green grass, waving like the smooth waves of the sea in a sweet breeze. In the middle of the meadow stood a silken tent, and beside that tent was a shining horse. Brother, he whinnied. Brother. The Taltos horse whinnied back. Within the tent, a man who looked to be the same age as Marco's father lay sleeping. As he slept, a gleaming sword patrolled, moving smoothly through the air in a protective circle about him. "'That is the one you seek,' the Taltos horse whispered. "'That is your father's friend, and that sword is twin to the one you bear.' Marco dismounted. The man was sleeping like one who was very weary. It would be rude to wake him, Marco thought, and sat down. But he too was very weary, and soon enough he too fell asleep. When he woke, the man was watching him. You are a polite young man, the man said. You could have awakened me, but you let me rest. Now, what wind has blown you here? No wind but the Taltos horse, who is a brother to your own. I am Prince Marco, and you and my father were once the dearest of friends. Quickly, Marco explained why he had come. The older man cried out in joy, I should dearly love to see my friend again. But alas, he added more sadly, I cannot. I must guard this meadow, the silk meadow, against the land of demons. Then let us fight the demons, Marco said. Let us defeat them. So Marco and the older man gathered an army and rode against the army of the demons. Marco fought here. Marco fought there. And everywhere he struck, he took off a hundred demon heads. And when the battle was done, why, there were no more demons left in the human world. Now I may go with you to see my dear friend, the older man said. Marco gave him two diamond-studded horseshoes from his own Taltos horse's saddlebag. Now both horse brothers could ride over the glass mountain. On they sped together, until at last they were back in Marco's father's kingdom. Soon, the king and his oldest, dearest friend were reunited, and much joy was there then. And what of Marco? Since the oldest and middle sons had failed in their quest, Marco became his father's heir. In time, with the aid of the Taltos horse, He ruled the kingdom both wisely and well.